Hey, good morning and welcome to Breakthrough Walls. I'm Ken Walls and I'm your host. And I have a dude on today. You guys are going to love this guy. His name is John Dawson. He's joining us from Waco, Texas. Stay with us. All right, let me bring John on. John, welcome to the show, man. Hey, I have, appreciate you having me on here. I'm excited. Hey, I am too, man. So, so um, our our well, my buddy um, Joe Ingram. I I hadn't I I wasn't following you. I'm just going to be honest. I didn't yeah. I didn't know about you, man, until yeah. until Joe told me about you on TikTok. I was like, oh my gosh! I started watching. I was like, <laughs> all right, the, I, I like this dude. So. Um, he thought you'd be a good guest on the show and I think you'll be a great guest. So, awesome. um, yeah, so let's start with, you know, th- I created this show about two and a half years ago to help people kind of get unstuck in life. And, and so that's what it's about, man. So why don't we start with where you were born and raised? Um, so I was born in Glendale, um, California, which is, I mean, most people would take it as, as Los Angeles, um, and was raised on the central coast of California, San Luis Obispo, um, a coastal, a coastal city. And, and that's, that's kind of where everything started. I was adopted early on. That's why I went from Glendale to, to San Luis Obispo. I was adopted by a family there. Um, and yeah, and, and things kind of just went, went from there. And I moved away when I was about 20, 24. So a couple, okay. a couple years ago. And, and you moved away to, to, to Texas. Um, I first I first went off to um, Kansas, where I went to uh, college and played sports. Um, I went to two junior college prior to that, one down the road, one in Santa Barbara, then got a scholarship to uh, Ottawa University, a private school in Kansas, moved to Kansas, uh, couldn't afford my rent, bought a, bought a house, uh, foreclosure, lived in it. And uh, then after football, um, I did the combine, I did pro days, had injuries, no one liked me. And then uh, then the rest is history. I had to start my own company and kind of take everything into my own hands. <laughs> wow. Hey, there's Joe Ingram is joining us right now. <laughs> He's hey. John freaking Dawson. So, <laughs> so, so you, um, it, it, so when did you end up in, did you end up in, in Waco starting your business, starting your company there? Yeah. So when, so when I first decided to get into real estate investing and, and construction, um, I basically was looking at the market across uh, the United States, basically seeing what areas would be the best for me to jump in. Cause from California, from a California standpoint, it's not the best place to start a business as a young dude with basically zero capital. Um, yeah. I would have been sunk before I even had the right paperwork to file. Um, so I decided to look at these areas that had college towns, um, you know, kind of these, these, uh, uh, I guess you would say red states that kind of have more of that, uh, opportunity, uh, zones for, for young entrepreneurs. Um, so we were looking at Tennessee, uh, we were looking at Texas, uh, North Carolina, um, even Florida's it was, was booming pretty good, but a little on the expensive side. So Waco, uh, and Texas in general is kind of where we landed just because, I mean, there is a ton of opportunity and a ton of people coming here. So. Wow. Did you say re- you're doing real estate investment? Yeah. So we do uh, real estate investments. Basically, uh, I own my own construction company. So we do construction as well. 
but uh, we also do our own personal flips. And then we actually do more uh, Airbnb investments. So we buy a house, we remodel it specifically for vacation rentals, and then we, we uh, turn them into a vacation rental. So, wow, that's incredible. Um, <laughs> Joe says that was a quick recap. He was, he was told he couldn't play football and he decided he would. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so, so you, um, what, what made you decide to get into that, into the construction stuff? Um, I, my dad owned a couple flooring stores, uh, growing up, which I hated. I mean, he would, he would have me help, uh, his, his installers lay floors probably from age 14 on. Um, so I saw new builds, you know, we were putting floors in them. I saw remodels, you know, I was kind of around the whole game, I guess you could say, um, hated it. Absolutely hated it. I mean, despised it from the beginning. Um, and then after high school, um, I got into music for a little while, just turned bad and then actually got a job with a premier remodel company, um, and got a bunch of skills. And then my boss was like, you're too smart to be working construction, go back to school. So I went back to school for sports Sports didn't pan out, pan out, and then I ended up kind of back in construction because it was something that really I, I was good at it. I picked it up naturally. I flipped my yeah. first house while I was playing sports in college, um, and I saw the potential uh, uh, profit in it, yeah. and said, "You know what? I'm not going to sit around waiting for a, a coach to call me. I'm just going to go flip a house and start a company." <laughs> wow. Well, there's profit in sports. <laughs> mm-hmm. There is, but there's a lot of there's a lot of other people that decide your fate with a sprained ankle, a pole. Yeah. You know, I had a I had a torn ab when I was doing my combine and my uh, pro oh. days. So like I was just performing it at a horrible level. They could see my film, they could see how good I was, but people don't care when you're hurt. You, you know, there's so many people that are that are right behind you in line that I didn't like the feeling of any day I could get a call and you're back on your couch. So what, so I, what I didn't like that. was it? Football? Yeah, it was football. Okay. And did you say pro? You went pro? No, I tried to, and no one oh, liked oh. me. <laughs> okay. okay, I got you. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's a man. It's it's a it's a it's a very small percentage that that actually makes it yeah. and survives long enough and to really make some money. Yeah, it gets smaller and smaller. That I mean, people are in there for a couple of months, and that's that's best yeah. case scenario for a lot of people. And there's a couple that stay around for a while. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So, um, good, good for you though, that you, you, um, and, and, and I got, I, I, I got to talk about the elephant in the room, dude. Like you said, red States. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what that mean? <laughs> well, um, <laughs> you said, well, by the way, I'm going to give you full screen every now and then. So don't freak out. I'm no, yeah, you're here. good. You're good. Uh, by by red by red states, uh, I mean places uh, that that tend to uh, not be as regulated um, in in a lot of ways. So, uh, for instance, just because I'm familiar with it, California is a blue state. Texas is a red state. So I was in California most of my life, and now I'm in Texas. California, let's just say, to start your construction company, get everything together, you're looking at you know maybe twenty grand to get everything you know, functioning. And then you got to go, you know, get your overhead for, you know, tools, trailers, trucks, stuff like that. You know, a lot of people don't have that money Um, to get your license. You have to have, you know, uh, I think it's five years of experience of journeyman. Then you have to file, take all your tests. 
they regulate everything, which is good. I'm not knocking on it, but Texas is somewhere where you can show up, you can uh, get your bonds, your insurances, and you can start practicing with the right paperwork that's filed for free. Um, to pull a permit to start a new build is $300 rather than in California, it could potentially be 80 grand before you even can break ground. So it's one of those things where California likes to regulate and hold the small man down because they don't want everyone to be able to do it. They want the the ones who've been around for a while to keep doing what they're doing and the rest of the people to be employed and to help benefit the other larger corporations. And I worked for grocery stores and other companies for years and years. And no matter how hard I worked, I got paid the same. So I was like, yeah. screw this. I'm going to, I'm going to get paid for how hard I work. Not, not for purely just the hours I'm on, on site. But the, I think like the governor of California would probably say that makes them a better state. No, it makes them suck. And the governor of California has no idea what he's talking about. He, that, that dude, that dude's trying to what, what banning all gas cars by 2030. What are you talking about? Like how you, it's just the things that he comes up with. You can just see they're trying to hone people in. They're trying to squeeze them together. And they're basically saying, look, we'll take care of you. Don't work too hard. We'll take care of you. And then guess what? You wake up every morning and the government chooses what you can do because they're the ones that are paying your bills and they're the yeah. ones that are giving you the money to do what you need to do. So as soon as they say, hey, by the way, you need to believe this in, a, in order for us to give you your money. Now you're stuck. You're, you're in a chokehold. And I, I don't like chokeholds. I like to do what I want to do. <laughs> dude i love I, and i love the content you put out man if and and i know that that you you made an announcement on tiktok i think yesterday that you you're gonna yeah. you're gonna tone down some of the political stuff on tiktok but you still have a youtube channel that you you are uh you're going off the chains like yeah you yeah I'm, i like the long form because you can get thought tiktoks you got the 60 seconds and it's hard yeah. people, i mean it's hard to have a a, a perfect solid narrative in in 60 seconds people can poke holes and it decredits you um yeah. but if you have a full you know 15 minutes to lay out your plan with facts statistics you know uh, uh uh articles you know sources then you can really put together a good argument i did debate in high school and you know i love it when people give me a rebuttal but i don't like it when i when i already knew how to address it but i didn't have the time so yeah. youtube is going to be a lot more fun for me because um, I'd love to see what people have to say when I'm, when I'm done with my video, <laughs> you, um, I, and, and of course I've gone through your TikToks and, and I think I liked every single TikTok you've ever done, <laughs> Appreciate um, it. but, but, um, you know, I, I noticed that you, um, you have a lot of haters. I, I and I, I want to talk about that because you, uh, you know, my buddy Grant Cardone says, if you don't have haters, you ain't doing nothing. Exactly. And, and so, but but you know, you you um, you're dude, you're very outspoken. I want I want to hear, you know, what you have to say about your feelings on um, what's going on in this country, man. I mean, we got BLM. We have a race war. Yeah. Oh yeah. Full on, full on. Something like I've never seen in my lifetime at it's all. Crazy, man. And people are totally cool with it. Like they think they're getting things like people legitimately think they're accomplishing something by doing this. It's like, yeah, uh, we're tired of having criminals be shot. So why don't we go out and be criminals and get sh like, it's, it makes no sense to me, you know, the, the type of finger pointing that goes on. Um, and, and I'll do, I mean, I'll even say that as much, you know, outside of BLM, even if you're strictly political, the amount of hate that goes on, you know, I, I know family members of friends that have just sep separated completely just because you think different. I'm just like, 
you know, back when I was growing up, it was like agree to disagree. And now it's like, uh, we disagree. I condemn you to hell for here on out until you believe what I believe. And, and that's, that's the mindset behind this. I don't care if you go BLM, Antifa, you know, wherever you go, that's the mindset behind it is that if you don't see it exactly how I see it, you are a racist, uh, whatever you want to call them. And it's just, it's, it, I, I, my brain doesn't work that way. So I don't get, I don't get how people are coming to that conclusion. You know, I, I was um, in a conversation with a couple of conservative buddies of mine last night that actually live in California. We were having a, a text conversation during the the debate. Sure. And, and, and I, I was like, did he, did, did he just say that Antifa is not an organization? It's an um, idea. Did he say that? He did. And that's what they're, because they're like, they're labeling, because Trump's labeling. I didn't even realize KKK wasn't already a terrorist organization. But uh, all these people are like, well, it's not even an organization. Trump's dumb. And I'm like, did you just Google the definition of organization? Just Google it yeah. and then, and get back to me. Because, I mean, I don't have, that's all I, I don't really need an argument past that. It's like, what are you talking about? They're organized. They are fighting for a very specific cause. Um, yeah. They have an agenda. Uh, I mean, what what do you mean? Like, just because they haven't filed a LLC or a, or a C corp, like, what are you talking about? Right, right. So, so what? How do you feel about all this, man? I mean, for real. How do how do you feel about the the direction everything's headed in this country? Because, and again, you are like you're one of the most outspoken people I've seen on social media about this. And, and it, it, you know, you, 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 you broke the mold. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a joke. Like I, I don't really speak out. I've never up until what, seven, eight months ago, I've never spoken out about this stuff. COVID really? hit, started saying some things cause COVID was just a joke to me. Um, and then, and, and I don't mean that as in, it's not real. I just mean that I, I saw people, you know, thinking incorrectly. Um, and then the BLM thing started. I'm like, here we go again. You know, it's, it's literally, it's like pressing reset on every election year. You're like, okay, yep. here we go. And then this, this year is just, has kind of gone to an extreme level of ignorance. And that's when I was like, I can't let people be lied to like this. So I, I think all in all, um, there's just major fear tactics. You know, the left wants to act like this is all Trump's fault. Trump's basically saying, uh, these are all democratically ran cities. Um, you don't hear any Democrats condemning it. You don't hear any Democrats trying to uh, uh, lessen the the uh, excitement and and the the violence because it, it plays for them really well. I mean, you watched the debates last night. You watch everything that Biden says, and his response to absolutely everything is COVID or inequality. Um, we had we had a booming economy. We had everything was going great, regardless of how you feel about Trump. We had all these things that were going great, and. Um, Biden, he couldn't, and I made a video on YouTube about this the other day. He can't win an election like like Obama did. I don't like Obama, but that man could speak. He could, he oh. could give a speech. Like, I mean, I hated the man. Now watch his speeches being like, yeah, like <laughs> yeah. You're, you're you're right. And then you, you know, I'll stop and I'll look at the facts and, and realize that he's not. But Biden but he was so good. Like, he's good, oh, man. He was solid. Biden can't, so they needed to create an issue. They needed to create a running campaign for Biden, something that was so severe that Biden wouldn't have to bring up too much. He wouldn't have to articulate a, a difficult argument. He could literally just be like, well, COVID, man. And that's kind of what he's done. And and Antifa is, you know, you've seen me get into George Soros and who's funding the whole movement of Black Lives Matter and Antifa. And it's like, well, you, you got to see the media paints police as racist. The media paints black people as criminals. Yeah, put them put them together, and then you just sit back and watch the chaos. 
and 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 black people think that they're fighting for a cause and and police are are starting to uh soften because they don't want to come off as racist and i mean it's the perfect recipe for chaos and chaos brings in uh controlling factors and a, a need a need for the government and that's what they want they want to be needed they want to be bigger and they should be smaller wow so that's my idea. <laughs> what, 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 how did you, how, where did all this come from for you, man? This is, this is, um, <laughs> this is unbelievable. Like I, I I'm serious. I, I had, I had a guy on the other day that, um, that, that he lives in, in Atlanta and, and he, I mean, he grew up in the hood and in South Georgia and was in a gang and, and, you know, he's, he's now completely different. Like, he's like, dude, there, there, he said, I, there's, I don't see racism and I, yeah. I, I live in the South, you know, I, they're, they're trying to create this narrative that, that is not real, man. It's just yeah. not real. And yeah. so, you know, how do you feel about that? Do you think that they're, because I mean, I know, I know that there are people that I, look, there's racists, man. There's white racists. There's black racists. There's, 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 there's racists in every single freaking race. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. You can't get rid of it. I mean, it's, no. it's there. It will always be there. And I tell people that like, you know, white privilege, there's white privilege. There is, there's black privilege. There's, there's uh work privilege. There's wealthy privilege. I mean, every person to a certain extent has, has something to to be privileged about and even the people that are in the slums i mean you you could live in the in the hood and you've got privilege of some sort because you don't have to deal with you know i mean i i started paying taxes and started opening up llc started having all this stuff come on me and and i thought that would be a privilege but now i have more burden so it's like people don't understand there's a lot of different things it's not just okay i'm black i i am all of a sudden oppressed not to mention there's more racism in 2020. And I made a video about it is if you go back to 2019, I could walk around. I do a lot of work. I live in Texas. I mean, I go out in the middle and the boonies with these old white people. And you're like, hmm, are they going to be racist? Nicest people you ever meet. Yeah. Now, everywhere I go, people are still genuinely nice, but they don't know where I stand. Am I a crazy radical left BLM Antifa supporter? Or am I just a normal level headed person? You know, so people right. now have this guard up, which everyone who is got a victim mentality is going to find as racist because someone's being cautious around you because of your color. So yep. we've created a bigger divide through color um, because of our extreme movements, if you want to call them that. Yeah. Um, and it's not solving any problems. It's purely just a, a scam to just create division, I guess. I mean, you know, I, I, I said all the time, divided we fall. It's so cheesy. It's so simple, yeah. but you got to understand how, how, how potent it is to have a nation divided in a pivotal time like this. It is, it is absolutely, you're 1000% correct. And I think that, <clears throat> that people need to, um, I hate saying wake up, but man, yeah, like I, I, I have, I have friends on, on number one, on both sides of the aisle, Democrat and Republican, I don't care. I, I, I honestly like you going to support that, whatever. I don't like yeah. whatever. I mean, we can still chill as long as you, you know, just yeah. keep, understand. Keep, don't, don't, yeah. yeah. It's like, you know, and, and, and I have friends that are black and white and it, it, I, I don't, 
It doesn't matter. I just don't get it, man. <laughs> why why do they have to continue to push this 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 race war, man? And I, I honestly, I think if you go back to 2018, I, was there a race war? I mean, we had a black president not for just one term, but two terms. That's what well, that's what the black people said. They're like, oh, if we could only get a black president, anything's possible. And then obviously he came in and just, you know, poo-pooed on everything. We're like, oh, that's what we get when we get one of like it just did nothing for anybody. And uh, I mean, you got to think about it this way. And, and I keep telling, I keep telling all, all my black friends this. If the Democrats have a ticket, they have a golden ticket, it's called a minority vote. If they lose that minority vote, if the minorities get get too too smart and start free thinking, they no longer have that golden ticket to punch every election. So what do you do to rein in that minority vote? You say, look at all the problems you have. Look at all the look at all the things that you're going to have to overcome. We're going to help you. And then they reined it right back in. So, I mean, basically taking it back to the 60s. Hey, guys. Yep. Republicans are racist. They're not going to help you. Uh, we're going to help you. So put us in office and we'll take care of you. And 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 I think they overplayed their hand this year uh, to where a lot of people are like, wait a minute. You weren't very subtle about your BS. And and a lot of people are waking up to it. It's it's they they overplayed their hand. It's it's bad. They didn't do a good job this this election because I've seen it every election year, but they didn't do a good good job this year. Dude, uh, uh, yeah, they they overplayed their hand for sure. <laughs> so so, I mean, so you don't. I, I I'm trying to be careful what what I say. That's why I'm kind of stuttering. Yeah, no, you're good. Um, because I don't want I I don't I don't want hate mail, man. I I know I'm gonna get it, but whatever. Um, you know, I think though that that they're there. Do you feel like they're setting some things up intentionally? Like, and I'm not saying like, man, I don't even want to bring it up. Okay. <laughs> the, 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 the George Floyd thing. Yeah. Um, he was, he was killed. I guess yeah. by a cop. But, and I've, yeah. seen, I've seen, I've seen the, the, um, the conspiracy theories that it was all yeah. an act and all that. <laughs> I, those, I, yeah. I, I don't know, but, but um, what do you think about that whole situation or do you have an opinion about that? I mean, to me, it's just like every other, every other killing of a, of a black person by a white officer. It's they, because, because, because black people get killed by officers unjustly. It, it happens. Yep. And it happens fairly often. Not we're getting gunned down in the streets, but it happens. Yeah. But they choose specifically to. I mean, okay, how many how many how many of these killings are probably caught on camera? They're suppressed. The media doesn't play them. Just the locals see them. And it's a little route. You know, people get mad locally, and that's it. Because yeah. they're legit unjust killings. There's no divide. There's no. Well, it could have gone this way. The only ones, the only black killings you'll ever see on national news are the ones that can be split right down the middle. That can go. Obviously, heavy, heavy right conservatives are going to say, hey, uh, he shouldn't have and heavy lefts uh, uh, and, and BLM supporters and all those are going to be like, it's a black life lost, period. There's no, hey, this officer just walked up and killed this guy because he was speeding. That would have brought us together. You know what I mean? Because everyone yeah. can get behind that. So same thing with the Jacob Blake shooting. Same thing with Breonna Taylor shooting. There's no clear line of right or wrong. And the media right. loves that because now you've got the people that want to back the blue, back in the blue, the people that want to black, black, black. 
back black, black people <laughs> yeah. are back backing black people. So it's like, it's one of those things where no, I don't think any black life should be taken by a police officer. But then yeah. again, we can't just be delusional and be like, look, we're not asking for it in situations. Like, how can you be mad? Like I, I, I had friends in college, you know, that, that sold drugs and they're like, oh yeah, man, I got kicked off the team because coach, you know, thought I was selling drugs. I'm like, well, where are you? He's like, yeah. And I'm like, Stop doing those things, and then right. you can legitimately have an argument. Like, if you don't do something to get in trouble, you most likely won't get in trouble. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing. Like, when I walk down the street, no, I'm not going to get gunned down by a cop. I can say that confidently because if a cop tells me to put my hands up, I'll put my hands up. If he tells me to lay down, I'm doing it. Even if he's completely wrong, I don't really care. I, he's got the gun. So yeah, it's it's one of these things where everyone is upset with the whole compliance uh, uh, narrative or or speech. But all in all, it's like, well, what's more important, you getting your feelings hurt and being unjustly frisked or you getting gunned down? I mean, I, I, life's I, not fair. Dude, I, I've been, you know, I'm a recovered alcoholic of 18 years sober. So um, back when awesome. I was when I was doing 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 the 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 business, I I I had some run-ins. Run yeah. I had some <laughs> run-ins. I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. And you know, look, man, when it when uh, again. I'm not black, so I can't I can't say I oh I know what it's like because I don't. Yeah. But but you know, I know this when a cop tells me, you know, keep your hands on the steering wheel, don't reach for anything, step out of the vehicle, get yeah. on the ground, put your hands behind your back, whatever it is. Yeah. I, I you comply, man. Yeah. I, I don't want shot by a cop either. Yeah. And and you know, I again I've seen seen reports, statistics that that more white guys are shot than, than black men every year by cops. I don't know if that's true. I don't. And honestly, I don't, there are bad cops period. Yeah, yeah. there are, but there yeah. are bad teachers. There are bad, there are bad polit politicians. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I mean, there are, there are bad people in every category of every, every, Profession and I think a big thing that people don't like to hear or they discount it as well larger population is where these killings are happening. Like think about it. Everybody's like, oh, they need more training. I'm like you realize a lot of these people are being trained in these Democratic cities that are damn near head to toe uh, Democrat. So it's yeah. like and, and, and it's just it's insane. It's an, I, I've have had a lot of encounters with cops. I've had a lot of bad ones. Obviously, not major extreme, but yeah. disrespect to the max. You know, I, I always tell my 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 followers. I mean, you know, the, the cops are usually that guy that didn't get enough playing time on the football team, or the or the guy that got yeah. made fun of in high school, and they kind of have a chip on their shoulder. Yeah. So, as unfair as it is, you might get thrown around a little bit. You might get treated. Dis you might be disrespected. But I mean, my parents disrespect disrespected me uh, of with the way I thought when I was a kid. But yeah. I was taught, regardless, if your authorities do something, you don't, you know, you you respect that and you move on. You deal with it later, rationally. Yeah. Um, if anybody has anything to complain about, I was I was talking about women. I was talking to women. I'm like, well, being black, I, I mean, I would rather be black and pulled over by a cop in the middle of nowhere than be a female pulled over by a cop in the middle of nowhere because you're defenseless. You know, these people don't understand, like, black people are like, oh, it's only blacks. Women, like, have a lot to worry about in life that would be yep. considered oppressed. But yeah. um, not to mention their rights haven't been nearly as equal as actual black people have been. So the complaining for me is just purely a scheme to get more handouts, to not have to go out and achieve. And I tell people this all the time, Trump has been making it easier for black people to go out and find opportunity 
rather than to receive handouts. The Democrats want to make it easier to receive handouts and harder to go out and get a job, which as a consumer who's not very educated seems like, yeah, go Democrat. They're going to give me more. But um, teach a man to fish. I mean, do you want to have a nice life and a legacy and build generational wealth down the road? Or do you want to keep getting handouts till the day that you die and then die with nothing to give to your kids? So we got to get out of that mindset. I think it was you. It was you or or somebody I saw put out a video saying um, that the Democrats, <clears throat> again, I'm not trying to make this political. So yeah, say, I, again, say, but I'll say I'll say this right off the bat. I, my clothing line is much love. It, it comes off of a point where it's like I articulate my argument for Republican because that's what I truly believe. And that's what I understand. If someone articulates their argument clearly with facts and why they believe to be Democrat, I'm, if you think that's what's best for you and your family, by all means, be Democrat. I'm not going to tell you. I don't need you to be on my side, but be able to articulate what your argument is. And, yeah. and it's all love. You know what I mean? Well, uh, you know, that I saw this video I saw said, you know, that the, the government, we'll just say the government, um, has, has attempted to make black women not rely on their men, but rely on the government. And, and again, I don't know that to be a fact or not. I, I don't know, but it's but factual. I've dug deep. Was it that. you that said it? I may yeah. have been your video. I don't it's, remember. It's 100. I mean, the, the Lyndon B. Johnson incident, no, I won't call it incident, but that whole situation, I mean, you're talking about black uh, single parent at home skyrocket. You know, and 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 I've brought it up too. I mean, other families have skyrocketed in single family because as the divorce rate goes up, but especially in impoverished black neighborhoods, it skyrocketed um, after they basically said black voters are becoming a force to be reckoned with because they're starting to actually change votes. We need to figure out how we can rein them in and take them under our control to make them vote the way we want. Because if they start doing what I'm doing and 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 free thinking, then the Democrats lose lose their grasp on them. So. Um, by doing that, they put these mothers and families dependent on government assistance, which is heavily advocated for by the Democratic Party, which basically means if I want my my family to get money from the government so I can pay my rent, I need to vote Democrat. Um, mm -hmm. And that's why that that single family home, they're eliminating the male figure from the household, because if I'm there providing for my family, making 700 bucks a month, you're going to make 900 bucks a month if you if you boot me. So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the, just the way it is. And you can't really blame anybody for taking that option because, you know, you've got to pay your bills, but it's just a dirty game to to create dependency. Uh, and I just don't I just from the beginning, I don't like dependency. I don't care which way you want to spin it. If the Republicans were dependency, I don't like depending. I like going out and getting. So that's why I speak this way. <laughs> I love it, dude. And and so you're you you are very outspoken. We'll say on YouTube. Um, <laughs> yeah, very outspoken on on YouTube. I, I primarily I've seen you outspoken on TikTok. And, yeah, and, and dude, you get some. You get some. You get this. There's some people that <laughs> they, when you go against the grain, people don't like it. They really they really don't. They don't, man. And they they call you names and 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 horrible names. Yeah. Um, what do you think as far as, because I love the fact that you're an entrepreneur. I've been an entrepreneur my entire life. Um, for the people that are maybe, maybe, maybe somebody's watching that they're relying on the government right now. Yeah. Um, what do you say to them? How do they get out of that? How do they get out of that? 
I know it starts with mindset, but how do they get out of that and become an entrepreneur like you've done? That's the difficult part because I'm even struggling with that now. Like I'm in no way this successful entrepreneur. Every day is me trying to figure something out. You know, like I, right, I still right. am trying to to get stuff going. But the biggest thing is I, I think um, something that I learned way early on is get comfortable being uncomfortable. We get so comfortable with uh, clothing, shoes, cars, you, you know, eating out, all this different stuff. And, and it's a trap, you know, and I tell, I tell, I talk to like um, the black community a lot about this is, is buying the Jordans, you know, you're getting government assistance in, in, in its purest form to better your life, right? It's giving you assistance so that you can gather up whatever it is you need to do better for yourself and then get off of government assistance. Um, but we've pushed it so heavily towards this is just your life um, yeah. that people need to understand when you're getting that government assistance, you got to cut back on some things and understand, look, I'm getting this assistance to assist me in creating a better life. So if that's not buying those new shoes, if that's not going out to dinner, if that's not getting the newest car, whatever it is, it's you got to start putting things towards whatever you want. For instance, when we uh, bought the first house, I had to literally just I mean, I was chicken and rice. Thankfully, I played football my entire life, so I was used to eating chicken and rice. But I ate chicken and rice for probably two years straight because I couldn't afford, I literally couldn't afford anything. In, in college, everybody was playing video games. They were playing 2K. Everybody had Xboxes, all this different stuff. I was trying to, I, I put all my money into a down payment on a foreclosure because I wow. knew that was going to make me money in the end. So it, it really is this mindset, but it's also just letting go of like what's cool. You know, I was listening to audiobooks instead of Drake. It's embarrassing. Like people think, oh, well, that's so I'm proud of you for doing that. I'm like, no, it sucked. When you're sitting in the bus and everybody's singing a song and you've never heard it before because you got rich dad, poor dad in your ear, that's not cool in that time. Like when you're, when you're playing football, wow, you, no one no one thinks that's cool, you know? So you got to let go of this. That's why I wish LeBron and all these celebrities would come out and say, hey, I'm listening to an audiobook. I'm not listening to Drake. I'm not listening to Jay-Z. I'm, or, or I just, you know, uh, listened to this podcast that gave me great advice on how to diversify my, my investments, whatever it is, make that cool. And then these people who are sitting here are like, oh, I, I don't read. I'll tell you right now, I'm the worst reader you'll ever see. I didn't read anything. I watched YouTube videos. I listened to audiobooks. Um, I listened to podcasts. That's how I learned everything I know. So these excuses of like, I don't have a library, I don't have books, or I can't read very well, I can't retain knowledge. I literally listen to all my information. There's no excuse. You can get it on your phone for free. So yeah. your brain is your most powerful tool. If you just learn, like I, I literally listened to like a 500 page book on real estate investing while training for my, my combines because why not? Like Drake's not going to give me information. It's like, oh, cool. Drake just said this in his song. I'm going to go turn that into money. It's like, no, <laughs> you're brainless, mindless information that the black community and many other communities pour into their heads. And then they take their headphones off and they're like, how come I'm oppressed? And I'm like, cause you're not learning. You know, it's just, it's simple as that. And the education system, I didn't learn a single thing while I was in school. I was at school to play football. I'm pretty sure the only reason I passed my classes were because of my coaches and it was all life experience that really put me where I am now. So I feel like the whole, I can't go to college or I don't have a good school in my area is kind of a BS excuse. <laughs> Glenn Morshower, if you don't know, you know, his face, maybe he's a very, he's my best friend, but he's a very famous movie star been an actor <laughs> for 45 years. He says, if you throw your name in the presidential hat right now, 
I will vote. <laughs> no, no, so sir. Will I, dude. So will I. No, sir. I can't do politics. Not me. <laughs> but can't you know, I, 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 you can do. I trust me. You can. You got it, dude. But, but listen. What, what would you? What? So there's a huge controversy. I, I'm not. I, I, I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers diehard Pittsburgh yeah. Steelers fan. <laughs> Since seven years old, man, and and I, this is the first year ever that I am not watching. I have not watched one single minute of football. I will not because yeah. I think, look, man, you're put, you're paid to entertain, not get all political. Exactly. And and, and how do you feel about this thing um, where they're kneeling and they're not coming out of the locker room? They don't want to respect the flag. How do you? Uh, I mean, dude, let, let's look behind you. What what's that hanging on your wall, man? We got we Come got the, the American flag right here. Right, uh, right. Which I, I support 100 percent Um, I I I don't watch football anymore because of because of that reason. I kind of stopped watching a while ago just because it's it's hard for me to to watch it because I, I played it for so long and I still want to play. But um I, I stopped watching completely this year because um more so than the kneeling for the flag or any of that, I just can't stand a something like that that won't back people unless it's the popular thing to do. So, for instance, when and this is this people are gonna you know th- however they want to think about this, but when Kaepernick need took a knee, the, the NFL didn't want to get behind him, right? Because it was it was it was too hard for them to get behind it because it wasn't popular at the time, right? Yep. So. Yep. If they didn't get behind it, then why all of a sudden now they're like, well, you know what, you know, back then when we booted you we should have got behind you because now we're doing it. So to me, it's just like, you're just, you're just wishy-washy. You stand for nothing except for what you think is going to sell you tickets. So that's why I was like, I'm done honestly. And and this is kind of what strays from my normal views, the kneeling for the flag. I, I truly think that if you want to kneel for the flag, you can, if you're on your own time, but if I'm on my own time, say I work for, you know, HEB, which is a grocery store here in Texas. If I'm working for HEB, I probably can't work in that store on their clock with a Trump mask on. I bet they wouldn't let me. Um, They probably wouldn't let me, you know, do a bunch of other things. I don't know, because they're paying me to be there. So if you're on the field and you're using your platform, no, you can use your social media platform, the other platforms that you own and do what you want. But as soon as you're on the clock, you, if they say stand for the flag, you stand for the flag. So that whole controversy for me is like, do it on, do it on a different platform. Also, I'm salty because Kaepernick's just not a good dude. And why didn't he do it when he was uh, starting instead of he was benched? Seemed like a, a tactic to me. So um, that's where I just think he's just disingenuous in the, in the first place. The dude's a joke. Um, so he, he saw his jersey sales go down. He saw his, 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 his career was ending. And he's like, man, I got to get back in the magazine somehow. And he did it. I'm like, I'm sorry, dude. You could have done it like, I don't know, a month earlier. Yeah. But, um, you know, that's, that's my feeling on that. I think the Black National Anthem, whatever that is, I think giving incentives for black GMs, all that stuff just lost me. Their ratings are down like 22% or something, yeah. and, I, and I hope they keep tanking. I, I'm sorry for all my friends that are playing in the, in, in the NFL right now. I mean, they're still making a ton of money. So, yeah, you know, wow. people, people use sports to escape, not to, to dive straight back into politics and racial injustice. Dude, uh, 1,000%, man. What about – what about – I mean uh, – you know, I mean, Biden got got uh, got endorsed by The Rock, man. Come oh, on. Did you see that? <laughs> so that gets me. That so I mean, you can see. Is it this shoulder? You can see on this shoulder right here. I have. I mean, my brand. My brand is created after. And it's not necessarily The Rock, but the Shaka, the Hangloose, 
Yeah. That's my that's my much love brand is based off of. The Rock has been like my idol. Me too. For, for I mean, yep. forever, forever. Me I mean, I yep. watched his motivational videos before four a.m. practice. I I would listen to his his motivational speak uh, uh, videos before game day. I watched all his movies. You know, it's I, when I saw that. I mean, one look, you can speak your opinion, man. Like this dude is never he he speaks passionately. Everyone has the right to endorse and say whatever they want to do with whatever platform they've gained and earned. Yeah. When I saw him say that, I was like, this is some BS. And why it's BS is not because he's supporting them, but because you could tell in his video of supporting him, he didn't believe a damn word he said. He, he didn't I, believe I anything. So I was like, dude, you're the one of the most like passionate speakers whenever you talk. And I believe you. I didn't believe a word he said. So that's why I was like, this is they've got something on him. He's getting a big paycheck or something, but I've never seen the rock. So, so fake. And that, and I've lost, I've lost not all, but like 99% of my respect for him. <laughs> so. I, dude, I followed him on every platform and yeah. I, I said, Nope. Sorry, yep. bro. I got it. I got it. I can't, I can't. I knew it was coming. As soon as he came out with the Corona video, I was like, it's it's coming here. It's gonna be. It's gonna. Did be. you know that? Oh, easy. When he when he came. I mean, this dude's talking about seven dollars in his pocket coming back from Canada. I know every speech he's made. Life's been difficult for him. Then to come out and say, yeah, you know, my wife and family had COVID. Even though our death, you know, the chance of us dying was point zero four percent. That's the hardest thing you ever had to do. Like, what? Like, <laughs> it's it's just nothing clicked. And I'm like, they got him in his pocket. I don't know what it is. They got him. I'm sorry, Rock. Whatever they have on you, Rock, I'm sorry. But that's Dude, a tough I know, spot. man. I'm with you, man. thousand percent. So um, my wife says, yeah, she, we, dude, my 10-year-old daughter, like, is always talking to our Alexa devices, playing his song from Moana. From Moana? Yeah. Hey, yeah, you're, you're welcome. In my house. <laughs> now I got to figure out how to ban it from. <laughs> I know. Even that movie. I've seen that movie a thousand times. I know, I know man. Uh, I know, dude. I know. Kills me. Hey, what's your brand name? Uh, it's Much Love Clothing. Um, it's uh, Here, it's, show, here. Let me go full screen so you can show that. It's much love clothing right here. Yeah. Um, you, you can find it. Up. Does that say America 2020 on it? It does. Yeah. I don't know which way to go. Cause my camera. I love here. that, man. That but is freaking awesome. We got a bunch of different ones. We got some pretty offensive ones and we got some just chill, <laughs> chill ones like this. But, uh, it's... Glenn says the rock taught him how to act. <laughs> Not, <laughs> Not... Yeah. But... <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, much love clothing. Okay. Much so, love clothing, so yes. the best, so for um, what are you doing on tick? Like you've got four hundred and sixty thousand followers on TikTok. Um, I, I looked through who you're following. It doesn't look like you're following me yet. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have. I don't like follow. I'm never on my following page. That's the weird thing about TikTok. I know. Like, I'm the same way. You can't even see your followers. So I'm like, yeah. I only follow people if they ask me to, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, so what are you doing on TikTok? I know you're kind of shifting there a little bit. What do What are you doing on TikTok now? On TikTok, so. Because the videos are sh so short, I, I decided to focus more on my my much love movement, which is just regardless of what people are saying or or you think is wrong or right, like we're forgetting the human factor behind all this Amen. BS. So people are like, 
you're this, you're that, you're all these different names, you know, you're whatever. And it's, it's sad to see a division of, of a community um, purely because of, of minor things like this. And, and I'm in politics right now. I see, I see how big of a deal this is, but again, it's not bigger than human kindness. And, yep. and it sounds all cheesy and, and, you know, lovey dovey, but it's just, it's not agreeing. I'm like, still, I argue my, my case every single day of the week. I'm passionate when I speak, but I'm not going to be disrespectful and I'm not going to alienate, alienate someone purely off of their, their beliefs or disagreement with me. So that's kind of what I'm going to be preaching more on TikTok is just showing people that look, man, like, like just because your sister's Democrat and you're Republican doesn't mean she's an idiot. Like people come from all walks of life. They're so like the government is good at what they do. They've lied, they've manipulated. And I'm yep. talking about both sides. So yep. all we can do is educate with love. No one. And I just, I'm dropping a shirt tomorrow that says, um, uh, hate gets the loudest reaction, but love silently changes hearts. And it's one of those things where wow. if you speak your side, like Republican, if you speak about Trump with a loving tone, it's insane. Like I'm talking about, I've had thousands of people been like, I've never had anyone talk about it this way. Usually I get yelled at before we get this far wow. and they've changed their mind. So we got to understand yelling Trump 2020, yelling you're, you know, a snowflake or you're, you're a racist or whatever the back and forth is. It's just this divisive, pointless banter that doesn't get anywhere. So just preaching, just preaching acceptance, but still arguing your point, if that makes sense. Where, where I, I should have asked you this in the beginning. Um, what is your um, website address where people can go buy some t-shirts? I'm buying some. It's uh, I appreciate that. It's um, uh, the much love zone.com. Much love zone. That sounds like a porn site, dude. I know. Right. That's <laughs> why so I'm trying to, I'm trying to get that organic traction. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> No, when, when when we when we came up with it, we're like, we might actually get some extra clicks on this just <laughs> just because people are just searching the internet. But oh, that's <laughs> awesome, dude! I, I rarely use the website. Normally, I use like a link tree, which is like on ninety percent of my platforms. But okay. we we thought that'd be funny if anyone ever kind of actually that, read it. That's awesome. <laughs> so Josie put up your Facebook page, um, and and. So YouTube though, if people want to follow you because you, um, dude, you put out some, you're very, very, very articulate when, when you're doing your videos, especially on YouTube. And, and I've, I've watched a lot of them and you make, dude, you just, you make, and you don't, it's crazy that you don't have the following on YouTube that you have on TikTok. I, I just started my YouTube. Oh, did you? Two weeks ago. <laughs> oh did you really yeah i started about two weeks ago um because okay, then you, you're doing well <laughs> yeah i never i never yeah i've never been a youtube person i mean i, I have so much work that i have to do on a daily youtube yeah. takes too much time um yeah. but i'm now kind of shifting my tiktok time over to youtube and yeah giving giving some thoughts there so you're doing you're doing great you've got i know you're over a thousand followers which is better than me <laughs> <laughs> that just happened last night i was at like 600 yesterday i don't know how how that happened wow yeah. i followed you my wife i i had my wife follow you on youtube you you've got dude you're spitting some wisdom and glenn asked um if you were in texas yep he's in waco yep, glenn lives in dallas glenn's okay. up in dallas yeah awesome yeah friends and family in, in frisco 
Okay. Yeah, that's a nice area there. Yeah, it is. So, it's a real nice <laughs> Too area. rich for my blood. <laughs> it's nice up there, man. So so any any um and I, I know you're a busy guy. I don't want to keep you on here much longer, but um somebody just put um one of your videos up there. So um any final thoughts on you know what is holding people back? That's what this show is about, is what is holding people back from success. I did a live stream last night after the debates and I was like, uh, my brain just hurt. Like right. I, I, I was like, I don't even know what I just watched. You're I have right. no idea, but you know, what, what, what are some final words that, that you could give people to help them get unstuck in life, man, that, that, that's holding them back. That's hard. It's so case specific. You know, you never know what an individual is going through. Cause there's just so much, um, I, I, I would just, I would just be proud of yourself. Like it sounds so cheesy, but like if you're confident in what you're speaking, like for me, like I don't like the hate people like, how do you deal with the hate? I genuinely don't care because like I, I, what I, what I say, what I believe is 100% what I believe. And I just, I could care less what, what someone says towards me. Um, so I think just being confident in, in what you have to say and what you have to offer. Um, and, and really focusing on that rather than focusing on why people are calling you names or whatever. Um, a lot of people are going to try to lie to you. So, I mean, I would just say like, just dig, dig. If you like, every time I hear something, I'm like, just dig, you know, I heard some things that Trump said on the debate last night and I'm like, that doesn't sound like, so I'm, I'm, I've already been doing some digging for a YouTube video that I'm going to make. Just dig, like, you know, whatever it is you want to do, whatever it is that, that you feel like you're struggling with, dig, dig into it, you know, like, it's, it's one of those things where people think that it's just going to resolve itself, but I would just encourage people to be confident in yourself, be respectful and, and dig, always dig, find the real truth. Don't just, we're in a day where everybody wants to be first and not correct. So dig <laughs> a lot and be correct. Yeah. Yeah. Be, be, try to focus on being correct more than just being first. Like everybody's posting videos about the debate and I'm sitting here with, you know, 500 windows open trying to figure out exactly what I need to say that's going to be accurate and, and beneficial because uh, I, I feel like potency over saturation is, is important. Wow, dude, this has been absolutely <laughs> phenomenal. I, I appreciate you taking the time to, to, to come on and maybe, maybe we can have you do some other things too, man. I've got yeah. a, a pretty big platform here on Facebook at least. Yeah. So um you're you're a good dude and and i know uh their tiktok is for twerking (laughs) (laughs) you do do any twerking on tiktok (laughs) you're not wrong you're not wrong but there's a little bit of other stuff on there (laughs) yeah no you got a lot of great stuff on tiktok i really i love the (laughs) the the video you did when when uh when on tiktok when the rock when the rock did the endorsement. Oh yeah, I was like, "Come on, man! Do you smell what the rock is cooking?" <laughs> I smell. I smell you're like, I, I smell that. I smell what you're cooking. Yeah, exactly. We all did. I, I even his followers and even the Democrats were like, "Eh." They called him DJ. It's fake. <laughs> it's all fake. <laughs> oh, that's awesome, dude. Well, hang with me. I'm gonna end the live stream, but hang with yeah. me for a second so we can chat. I, yeah. I appreciate everybody. Hey, if you didn't share this out and you found it valuable, share it out. If you didn't find it valuable, 
go watch it again because there's a lot of value. <laughs> so, so, John, thank you, man. I appreciate you a lot. Yeah, yeah. I think thanks for having me on here, man. This was fun. Yeah, thank you. All right, we'll see you guys later.